The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Welcome to Old Space Show. Hello. Hello. That's Russell McGee. I'm Brandon. This series of Old Space Show follows the symbiotastic adventures of Galen and his two astronaut pals as they wade their way through the futuristic Earth in the short-lived television version of Planet of the Apes. Today we discuss the penultimate 13th episode, The Liberator. When they are captured by the human community that provides human slaves to the apes, Alan and Peter's survival is dependent on convincing their captors to rebel against the apes. This one is directed by Arnold Lavin. Do you remember the episodes he's directed up to here, Russell? No. Well, he did The Surgeon, which we both loved The Surgeon. Yeah, it was a great episode. And The Trap! <laughs> Yeah, everybody from the trap comes back. All right, uh, it's written by Howard Dimsdale, the story consultant of the whole season. This is the only one he wrote. Um, Interesting. Yeah, uh, it stars Roddy McDowell, Ron Harper, James Naughton, John Ireland, Ben Andrews, and Jennifer Ashley. So this one did not air in the United. It, it it broadcasts in few markets. I was going to say, there's but, there's controversy about that, whether it did or did not Yes, air. It was yoinked nationwide. Right. And, and the final episode, which we'll be talking about next week, Up Above, The World So High. My favorite episode. Like a diamond in the sky went down and got to land right here and be final. But they were like, we need to bump this up and cut this series out of here. So this one, The Liberator, was axed as the show was axed. But some places still aired it uh, for uh, non-U.S. territories. I always hate saying foreign because, like, we're foreign to so- like non-U.S. territories. <laughs> like, um, we're not the only ones at TV. So non-U.S. markets aired it kind of in a thing. So yeah, like you said, there's some questioning. Like back in the day, it used to be like, yeah, they cut this one; it was done. That's how the network tells it. But somebody had, you know, when they send out these two networks like local affiliates and stuff they have the tapes ready to go already so someone probably some of them probably didn't get the memo some of them just said well we're gonna air this anyway on saturday because we got nothing going on you know right we didn't get you know movie of the week didn't show up we can't show earthquake yet um so that's what they might do um so yeah it did air on tv but not as intended would that be them <laughs> yeah so. yeah because it wouldn't have gone out nationally as you said with the broadcast schedule so yeah. so yeah so by the time we're here this series has already met its fate uh just 
ratings, I'm guessing, was the prime reason for it. Do you know anything Which, about the, the axing? No, I don't. I don't. And I, can't, like, I couldn't I, find anything about why, or I'm, I'm just going to guess ratings, because that would have been the legitimate reason. But as you and I have said, it's it's sad, because now, like, it finally has found its footing and has mm-hmm. actually been taking off as a series, but like it's too little too late. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's found it's, yeah, it's found its footing. It's found its own things to do. It's found how to take formulaic genre work and really make it ape style and, and to really sink its teeth into it. And yeah, it, it's, it's a shame. Um, this episode, I read uh, that it also ended up creating quite a controversy at the time, which oh. I did not re- I like watching it. I'm just like, why would this create? Yeah. But like we're so again, like we've talked about how a lot of things have become commonplace and what we we see in genre TV mm-hmm. now. Um, the whole thing as far as the 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 gas bombs, which spoilers, sorry, but, but that's part of this is a major thrust. But um, I guess both with World War II vets and also what was going on with Vietnam and Agent Mm. Orange, this episode in particular became like really controversial. Wow. So like, yeah, it was a hotbed of of discussion and um, did not do so well as a result. Yeah. So th- there's a chance that this was yoinked for that reason too, rather than just, "Hey, we're gonna end this show soon. Let's bump the other one." Right. So, huh? That yeah, I you know I can see that. Like it it plays like I would think if you were like telling me there's controversial, it would be something to do with the slavery aspect of this. But right, no, no, no because of what was going on with the Vietnam War and everything in Agent Orange and you know chemical warfare. This episode. It hit a nerve, and uh, people reacted to it. Um, which again, like watching it now, like uh, and my dad was in Vietnam. I what didn't even occur to me at first until I looked up and was doing some research before we got on tonight mm-hmm. that that would even be something that would be an issue. It's it's also interesting that they blended this. And we talked about like mythology and stuff early on. Yeah. But but how they blended that into a uh, human god as far as with what they had with the temple and everything. And yep. it's been a while since we've seen a, an episode like that. Yeah, I, I like I thought some of this um, in a weird way, uh, some of the core of this episode Kind of, kind of felt some formulaicness with the ape series because it's kind of here we go again with our two human guys getting being captive or yeah. or hiding out while Galen does all the the work and the negotiating and everything on the side. So I'm like, okay, that's their bread and butter plots right here because that tends right. to happen quite a bit, um, even in this one where it's human run stuff. Yeah, the, the thing that sets it apart, though, is there is a human leader in, in this town that is the, the religious leader, too, mm-hmm. that flat out refuses uh, to acknowledge uh, Galen as actually having rule over him. 
saying that there's an older rule in place that uh, the humans and apes in the region had set up uh, as far as to actually quell an uprising that had happened decades prior and that the way that they had come up with a solution around it was to actually hand over five slaves to the apes, what, twice every summer season, yep. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, this guy's a human selling human slaves, and they're you know making sacrifice, and people buy into it. It's uh, you know very much the old like Wicker Man type stuff uh, going on with that, where it's just kind of creepy folk culture thing. Um, but yeah, it, it, well, it's funny. The said village we have here is a village full of muscular, hunky, beefy dudes, and one. <laughs> One little lady to come by and give them drinks and be subservient to the main human that captures them for the the leader guy. Like <laughs> it's like it's pretty pretty funny. Like just it's just seventies television casting, pretty much. Yeah, we we're back to that. Um, I mean, there's there's a small interesting thing with her in that sh- the whole reason that the son rebels against the father is because he's in love with her, doesn't mm-hmm. want another woman, and she's up next to go with the next lot because they've not been able to find and um, apprehend any travelers to mm-hmm. be the next wave of slaves. And so they only have four people and they need a fifth and she's going to be part of that slave exchange yeah yeah and she's all it's my turn yeah that's how yeah it's creepy it's it's a that kind of like wow you really are a true believer uh she drank the kool-aid she drank the (laughs) kool-aid yeah um yeah and i mean this rituals they have like robes masks sacrifice tables like ritual things it's it's creepy it it could be could have been creepier um but it works yeah yeah, no, and with with the one uh, character that escapes and then is apprehended and brought back, and this is where it gets twisted, is um, they bring him into the temple and the the main leader, religious icon, is all in, in uh, robes and a mask, as Brandon was saying. Mm-hmm. And at first, it's not clear how he does this, but like by bringing the... Um, the capturee into that area in the temple, he ends up just dying before Galen's eyes. Right. Yeah. Like you think it's going to be like, ah, it's like, yeah. Oh. <gasps> yeah. No, Galen even comment. It's going to be human sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, with, with such a future, future, futuristic sci-fi lingo, like, Oh, you're such a square. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard that. I, was that, like, yeah. I was like, nice. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, the, yeah, there's all this stuff. And I believe, yeah, the, the girl, she's supposed to be that. Cause I was like, she's just here wandering around and, and just being this subservient person. And then I'm like, Oh, she's here. Cause she's chosen. Mm-hmm. So we get her to be a damsel in distress. Um, but yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, yeah, there's the, the whole gas sequence where cover your breathing holes and run. Um, but th- there's also, um, where they think there's a gas and stuff to protect them. And there's, is it kind of like phony from what I remember? Um, I mean, where they're um, like, where they're like, 
wait, I think we're fine right now. Um, there's kind of a I well, they go inside, they get past the past entrance. It. Okay, okay, right. Gotcha. And the entrance is, and the reason that whole thing is, is the the high priest is literally pumping with pipes that mm. gas in, so that in that okay. front area of the temple is where, and that's how people gotcha. die is because of the gas. Right. Okay. I misread that part then. Um, <laughs> my bad. Um, but yeah, but they find out they discover like the end game for these people that have this agreement with the apes, and they're actually they want to like rise up and kill the apes. Like that's the yeah. The high priest is fed up of the slavery yeah. and like he, but not just like the apes in the area. Mm-hmm. He wants to kill everybody, which that gets Galen into a tizzy and like Galen attacks him as a result and yeah. like burns the whole like gas, like manufacturing site. And cave goes boom. Yeah. Pretty much is what happened. Yeah. There's some, there's some intense stuff going on here. Like, uh, once, the, once this is revealed, like, cause you know, Galen is a—he's an opportunist kind of guy that is open to always discussion. But this gets to him. This is like, oh, you mother—you <laughs> know—it's—it's it's a rare point where we actually see him react like he does here. Yeah, yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's rare for him. He gets pretty upset by things because, like, we get to the end, and the end is really interesting because it, we wind up with like the right hand man of the priest. The guy that scouted, he's captured our, you know, uh, Peter and Alan at the beginning, and um, we're the son left- is that who you're talking about? The what? Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, the son, uh, and it's him and the woman because she's that's his. They're they're There's a couple. The squeeze. Yep. Yep. And they're like they're at the end, and it's supposed to be this nice moment of. All right, guys. Well, we're just gonna move on. You're move on, and, and then they film us walking away, and the, you know, then it fades out, and the credits come out. Like, bah, 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 bah. but it's not. It's like, uh, like I, I don't. It's weird. Like, there's that. I don't like fighting, but I do like you. Um, like they kind of half learned lessons here, but yeah. like he's like, oh, I'm gonna kill all the apes, but like, you're all right. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. But it's like. I have to still do this, even though you've proven to me you're not all, and there can be a a better ground than handing people over as slaves. But like, he's still not convinced. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna let you, you and me. We're cool, but the rest of your kind, no. Like, it's like, is it a win or it's not a win? Really, it's like it's ambiguous. Like you said, yeah. it's not as distilled as some of the other episodes have been, and so mm-hmm. it feel it leaves you wanting for a lack of a better way of saying it yeah and yeah it's it's not a good feeling <laughs> and, no. and and yeah and that's what this this show can do that's the potential uh and an awesome thing that this play of the ape show is capable of of evoking and the thought and idea like well we, we went through that normally we shake hands and move on but this is there's a handshake but and what good graces are they are they doing that? Which, yeah, some yeah, because they even try and like get them to um, actually stop uh, chasing down the valley people, as they're called, that mm-hmm. they enslave and yeah. try, yeah, and try and make things better. But like as you said, he's he's not really having it. The son that is, yeah, 
No, there's no convincing. Like this is he's a true believer, as I said before. Like he, there's nothing to change his agenda. Like just brick wall, brick wall, and we're dealing with primitive type people because humans in the ape world have you devolved. Know, devolved. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. Another interesting moment was uh, inside the temple itself because. The high priest did not expect anybody to know of the gas mm-hmm. and he tried to trick them to go back into the entrance and like, you know, saying he had the divine right with his mask because what the thing we haven't talked about is there's a gas mask inside the mask from. Oh, yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day yeah. Yes. That, yeah. So the high priest and like all of his like descendants have uh, used this for years and years and they don't even really know what it is anymore. And that's how ingrained into their religious um, fanaticism this has become. And it's only because uh, our two heroes come up with a way of actually using charcoal to ventilate, to be able to go through the gas. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, they actually prove to them, Oh no, this isn't divine. And you know, actually show him there may be another way. But like, even there, as you said, he was way far gone because like he then that's when he goes on his tirade of wanting to kill all the apes. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Yeah, I I like this. If anything, I felt like this one could have been tighter. Like I felt like it was stretched a little, um, but it, it, it delivers the goods nonetheless. That's... It does, but like as you said, there's not. It's it's interesting because it's like some of the earlier episodes where our main core cast didn't really have that much to do. Right? Yeah. The the two Alan and Peter are just like, well, what's up now? And it's a lot of Galen, like, well, you know, you know. So it's a struggle right there. And this was the seventh episode film, so they're not like like the stride we talk about was happening or starting to happen here or maybe yeah. but um wasn't quite there yet and this one like if i'm like yeah i can see, okay so th- they've got it but they're not quite all the way there they're on the better half of of that but had we watched this one earlier than some of the others we've just been on a run through i've probably been like whoa yeah that's true that's true that's very true which you can watch most pretty much all these out of context too like you could pick up a random one and go after the first one you can pretty much pick them up and go there there's loose continuity if any uh between between them but that's how television was uh so that's what they did but um yeah any more thoughts on the liberator russell i again like as i said it just this one did not really have a hold on me like some of the the other episodes mm-hmm. that we've more recently watched. Right. So, I mean, as I said, it, it's interesting from a historical context looking back on it now and what people were dealing with with Agent Orange. But like, mm-hmm. aside from that, like, I just this one kind of just fell flat for me, man. Yeah. No, it's there's something there. There's something there. It's at least more interesting than some of the first episodes, but it's not quite there. Like I said, tighter. There could have been something to run with a bit better or fill the time with a little more. Um, but yeah, it is. It's it's like we were all, oh, and then we took a step down. Like back to reality, folks. 
So, but yeah, this one never aired. They were like, yep. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they picked the right one to, uh, if you asked me to choose. So, um, but now it's come time to take our stinking paws off this damn dirty episode. So, Russell, thank you as always thank for you, sir, for liberating me this episode. <laughs> uh, until next time, where can people keep up with you? Well, uh, as you know, my day job is at WTIU and WFIU, where I work as the on-air promotions producer. And for all the sci-fi geekery out there, I also work on uh, the Doctor Who audios for Big Finish. Specifically, I'm working on the Gallifrey series, and uh, we're going to have a new set coming out here shortly. So check out BigFinishProductions.com and look up Gallifrey, and you'll find me. All right. Excellent. And uh, hashtag, oh, boy, <laughs> uh, Liberaper. I don't know. There we go. Ugh. Uh, I hate myself for those sometimes. Uh, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at brand4kuhd, written work at ysoblue.com. There is more from the Brand Peters show this very week. But from Old Space, it's a madhouse! Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.